Hello, you. Oh my god! You have a podcast? Okay, compose yourself. Everybody stay calm! I had a mental breakdown. <laughs> Little cheeky fuckers. Am I dreaming? Because I can't see, I can't read. Are the road coral days behind us? I'm going to talk about Jose Antonio Francisco. You are listening to The Quintessentials Podcast. Okay. Oh. 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 <laughs> What's, did, did that sound on point or what? Yes. That's pretty good. It? I felt that. How on brand for this episode. Yes. <laughs> I, I love it, it. If I said it like me, I'd be like, Hey y'all! <laughs> Instead, Shannon's show of like being a stalker is not you; it's just y'all. It's me, hey, y'all. y'all. It's all of them. <laughs> it's y'all. Oh my god, what a great SNL skit! Somebody write it. Somebody write it, and he, it has to be whenever he hosts SNL. It's like season five. He goes ends up in Nashville, and he he's like he's like, hey y'all. <laughs> Yeah, he like becomes obsessed with like a couple and they change the name of the show to like y'all. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, again, look at us <laughs> storyboarding. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would pay a healthy monthly subscription fee to watch y'all. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. How much is a healthy monthly subscription fee for you? Honestly, right now with the way that the world is, isn't it like fourteen ninety nine for freaking Netflix right now? That's disgusting. Eighteen. And if it's you all- share your password with people, there's a fee for that. Now. I'm not even gonna tell anybody else any of my subscriptions because maybe I'm on like a college discount or something because mine are still I- around like fourteen to fifteen. Uh. Dude, I used to. You know what I did for a while there? I was so broke. I was just giving people my Netflix login for Christmas. <laughs> I did I that one. I was like, here's my Netflix login and my Disney Plus login and my Amazon Prime, uh, my Amazon Video login. Happy Christmas yeah. to all and to all a good it's, night. It's truly the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah. I could <laughs> I see that. It. Just like your Netflix password on a paper and then you just went to TJ Maxx and got some snuggly socks for like $2. Uh, That'd be cute. Honestly, yeah. that's what I'm going to do this year. You want to know the hilarious thing about that? I've mm. never paid for my Netflix subscription. It's my parents' Netflix login. I'm on my dad's. <laughs> I was just giving it away to the world. I use Apple. Oh, I get it login. now. You so you login. were giving the Christmas present of a Netflix account, but it wasn't even your Netflix account. <laughs> it was not my Netflix account. It wasn't away. your gift to give. <laughs> I love that. Keep doing it. You yes. do you. Regifting, as it were. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, you know how that goes, right? I'll give you my Netflix login if you give me your Hulu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Genius. Yeah. Love it. So good. Anyways, now that we've made it through the small talk, welcome back to another <laughs> fucking episode of the Quintessentials Podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad we're here. I've had a yeah. shitty fucking day. I didn't think I was going to make it, but I fucking did. You sure did. Show them up. You're doing great, sweetie. I've had the day from hell. She left me, you guys. She left Kansas City. That was so hard. I had the, we had the best time. Shannon, we really have to take a trip up to Kansas City to see Danielle because Kansas City is so cute. Yeah. Except it was so rainy yesterday. I couldn't do anything. I just kind of was like, "Mm." yeah, but that happens here too, Mm -hmm. you know? 
I'm from Virginia. I'm sure it's maybe uh, somewhat similar, but just as there's a lot of land and then there's a chunk of city and then a lot of land and then a chunk of a city, you know? Yeah, that's very much how it is here. It's a lot of plains mm-hmm. and then a big old city. Yep. I yeah. can also confirm Danielle has the cutest apartment. <laughs> the cutest apartment with the cutest cats. No, <laughs> she's she's in love with Cleo. Cleo I am really in love with Cleo. took to her. With Cleo. Oh no, Cleo. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so glad you had a good time. Um, it was really weird for about two days. She was in the same city as me, but it still felt like she was in Florida. I know. So far, <laughs> yeah, yet, so close. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was there for a trade show. So it was like, I took advantage of the fact that my job was paying for the plane ticket. And I yeah. was like, why don't I? Fly in on a Friday. Yeah, Rachel definitely. Sunday afternoon. I'll fly in on Friday. Hang out with Danielle for the weekend. Come back. Do my job. Yeah. Go home. And here we are recording oh. an episode of our podcast. Woo! Welcome, everyone. So, we are here to talk what? about the world's favoriteest oh. creepy serial killer. <laughs> Stalker man. But honestly, yes. Can we get to can we get to our favorite creepy serial killer? But first let's talk about the, the other Joe. The not creepy. The, the not <laughs> creepy Joe. <laughs> Joe Quinn Goldberg, mind you. Yeah. So there's no you Goldberg on this guy's name. No. <laughs> That's oh my I'm... god, that's right. You you put that on your TikTok that Joe Goldberg's middle name in you is Quinn. I'm sorry. Excuse Joe me when worlds collide. Joe Goldberg took his wife's last name. So it's Joe Quinn Goldberg. I think they took so each I other's like, names. Yeah. 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 So oh so god. so because Love's name is Love Quinn. So he became Joe Quinn Goldberg. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. worlds collide. Girl. It was like, I it was like, he is everywhere. I am trying to get away. I am trying to appease my hyperfixation and go on to other things until June rolls around and I can heighten it again. And there it was. I know. But there was a part of the world I got to experience a little bit of the magic that is Joseph Quinn. And it was London. Our friends in London got to see him. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to dive into it too, too much because guess what? We're going to do a bonus episode and we're going to have first-hand experience. Are we going to have people on or Yes. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to have some people on. We're going to have two two guests on. And so I'm so excited. I can't wait to talk about it, but it was great. Real quick here, before we move on, I would just like to point out, which all three of us already picked this up immediately on day one. Not only was he wearing what looked like to be the most coziest sweater cardigan in the whole entire world, this man was wearing the buttery soft shirt that we met him in in New Orleans. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. The yes. shirt underneath of yes. his cardigan is the blue shirt that feels like butter. Oh, it is. So cozy on cozy on cozy. And it was a full circle moment for our London friends because Honestly, it's like a little piece of us was there with you. <laughs> like they're officially two degrees away from us, you know? It was nice to see Amy and Emily and Sophie and all those people. Bella. Bella met him too. Oh, I'm so happy. It's my favorite part is just hearing and seeing everybody get an opportunity to meet this magical man 
No. Magically. Yay. They probably did get to touch the butter soft shirt because he's wearing that sweater. They got that cardigan, though, second best. Yeah. <laughs> second best. Well, so we'll dive into the con next episode. Um, So keep an eye out for that because we made a promise and we're going to commit to that promise. And it's that anytime there's a con, anytime there's something huge that warrants a full episode, we're going to go back to talking about Joe. But... Something amazing happened today. Lupita Nyong'o posted yes. a photo with Joe. Yes. First and all, Alex. Can we, and Alex, well, first of all, can we do an episode on Lupita? Uh, yes, please. I, I'm truly obsessed with her. She's so I, beautiful and she's such a good human. Like, yes, that is, that's going to happen. I love that. Yeah, she's I've always been so her. stunning. Look at her. Look at that smile. She's loving And Joe's life. wearing the same shirt. Was yeah. that the same day from the con? Yeah, I think he went and like met up with his castmates after the con was done on Saturday. Well, dude, what a cast. Dude, I who was that other man's name? Digimon. Digimon Hans Hansu. He's yeah. in the second quiet place. He's he helps in the Killian. second one. So yes. he's in the third one. Listen, there are so many characters that are popping up from that second movie that are gonna be in this third movie. Listen, he also we need to have like a full-on speculation of what we think the story. We need to take yeah. bets on what <laughs> oh okay. All right. We need to take bets. Dirty martini type of bets. Oh, oh. Look whoever who's gets talking. closest okay. to the storyline we'll do something i don't know we'll figure it out we'll we'll open it up to the the listeners we'll say we're gonna we're gonna have a segment where we're gonna talk about what our interpretation of what the storyline is gonna be and whenever we find out because it comes out a year from today yeah you read that caption yeah it says see us in one year Oh my So in one God. year, we will find out what the storyline is and whoever's the closest gets to pick what that person has to do. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. What the two okay. losers have to do, like chug a dirty martini in like 10 seconds. Laura. Your face. <laughs> it took you how long to drink that one martini? I just finished it like an hour ago. hours later. <laughs> Six months later. <laughs> <laughs> all the alcohol's evaporated out of it now it's just olive juice <laughs> i know now it's just fermented olive juice <laughs> so can i so yeah let's let's do that can i i'm so sorry i've been itching to say this did you guys hear that joe did confirm that his role in a quiet place is not a speaking role that he will be silent Oh my gosh, that face. You're learning from me, Laura. What? Yeah. So we're just going to leave it at that and we're going to speculate and we'll talk about it at another time. But like, you know just let that resonate. So excited is because he is so fucking expressive. That to mm-hmm. me truly sounds like the reason he got this role is because oh, it's yes. a non-speaking role and he's so expressive and he acts with like his entire body too. I can't wait. So I can't good. wait. Okay. Sick. I love that. You're going to have to cut that. It's, it's going to be amazing because this is a podcast. So for about like 10 seconds, nobody's, <laughs> it's just going to be dead. I said, silent. Joe is going to be signing. Watch. Oh. I finger spelled his name. J-O-E. Mm-hmm. Signing. Watch. Look at her. We'll just have her translate for us. When I we took go a year of sign language. I took, well, yeah, two years. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Look at you. I love it. Well, exciting. Well, good for you. <laughs> I, I I think should we all learn sign language by next no. year? Yes, that would be great. That's so it's exciting. Easy. Let's do it. It's easy. And if you don't I know have a sign shower and dive. What was dive again? Dive. 
<laughs> I'm already casted for the fourth Quiet Place. Yeah. This is what I know. It's not even sign language, girl. That's universal, this, this, baby. Is, this is fuck you, remember? <laughs> fuck them kids and fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. Are you not on the same side of TikTok as me? <laughs> no, obviously not. Obviously not. By the way, guys, if I sound like I'm a little bit out of it, it's because I just got home from a flight. So I'm trying. I am trying. I am fighting for my life here, okay? It's okay, uh, L. L and D and I thought that we talked about our anagram being LSD, Laura Shannon Danielle. Because it's yeah. trippy. We talked about that in New Orleans, how we were going to be the adventures of LSD. And then we never made it, just like the video we never made of our tickets being placed in the Bible. <laughs> it ended up being our curse, that freaking Bible. <laughs> right. LSD, are you ready? Yes. Are we going to learn ready. about Penn Badgley? Mr. Dan, Dan Humphrey himself. Dan Humphreys. Mm. What do we know about Penn Badgley? Where is he from? How old is he? I don't have any from like his younger years. So if you have some from there, you can fill in some blanks. Okay. Um, but he graduated high school when he was just 13 years old. Oh, he's a genius. He is an absolute genius. He got his GED. So he wanted to technically, he calls himself a middle school dropout, but he basically just got his GED so he didn't have to have a tutor on set. So he can like go yeah. to school when he's not working. Pretty much. Mm, yep, exactly. I really enjoy the dating facts of the people that we talk about. They're some of my favorites because I figure things out that I didn't know. Yeah. So while he was filming Gossip Girl, he secretly dated Blake Lively for three years. That's right. <laughs> right? That's wild. Yeah. Wait, did we know this about them? I didn't know this. I feel like it was like super speculated, but I never knew that it was like confirmed. Yeah. I don't know when it was confirmed, but everybody speculated that they were dating and they secretly did that for three years. And then they broke up like right before one of the last few seasons. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's also dated Zoe Kravitz. Yes. Wow. She's a stunner. She's like, so pretty. She's so pretty. He has written a song for every girl he's ever dated. Female gaze, <gasps> am I right? Let's go. Woof. I love it. I love it. What's his sign? He was born I don't know. November 1st, 1986. So what does oh, that mean? Oh, he's a Scorpio. He's born, he was born two days before me. Oh, there you go. I'm sorry, Laura. I I'm forgot. Your birthday he's was. a little mysterious, a little outgoing, kind of definitely sucks you in with the mm -hmm. he's like mysterious him. the thing about scorpios is that there's some mystery there but then they also put a lot out there at the same time yeah. um, but only what they want you to see right 100 uh, wow yes i'm kind of obsessed yeah. with that for him interesting i actually want to read one more because i think this is like super interesting yeah. so according to an interview that he did with gq when his parents were looking at his sonogram his dad was nervously squeezing a tennis ball, and the brand of that ball was Penn, so he was named after a tennis ball. The brand of a tennis ball. Brand of the tennis ball. <laughs> there are Penn tennis balls. You can look it up. <laughs> That's incredible. I know. Yeah. 
You know, my name was almost Trojan. Bad what? Joke. Bad joke. <laughs> Did you hear me? I'm like, what? What are you talking Bad about? <laughs> the condom that broke when my parents had sex. <laughs> I, I get the joke, Laura. <laughs> it seemed like such a good idea. <laughs> you don't say. That was great. I have a couple of cool facts about him. And it's funny because I would be looking at his face and I'd be like, what is it? Because I'm like, this guy can't just be, I mean, he very well could be. There's a lot of white passing and just white people that look ethnic, but they're not. So he is Irish, English, um, small parts of French, Canadian, German, Scottish. This is the one that got me. Okay. He is around 116th to 132nd African Jamaican. So his great grandfather on his paternal side was a Jamaican immigrant. Oh, wow. And I look, then you look at his face and you're like, oh, it's the cheekbones. Mm -hmm. You can kind of just see he has these high cheekbones. And I think that might be maybe from that. Maybe. Wow. We need to look up his ancestry.com. Yeah. Shannon did. No, no ancestry. Just on a little, uh, it's just just out there being public record. (laughs) Yeah. It's just out there on the internet. (laughs) Damn. I'm impressed. Honestly, like I can see that he's very charming. Extremely talented. I mean, he's not. It's funny because like there was like once upon a time where like the big three that you needed to do is like sing, act, and dance. Now it looks like it's like sing, act, and podcast. And like, <laughs> well, he does put out those cute little dancing this. videos every once in a while. Have you seen those? I know. He I did. Know. I can wear my Gucci on. I can wear my loo. He did that dance. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. Everyone went crazy. It was so I cool. Like it. He was he was so cute. He also the thing about him that I thought was interesting. I don't want to touch on this too much, but his personality. Yeah. And the way he carries himself is not synonymous with his actual height. You're upset with height, aren't you, Laura? Let me see how, how tall he is. You're like, they seem tall, but they're short. Oh, I think they're really tall, but they're short. You, you bring know up what, every Shannon? Episode. Not all of us can be 5'2 and not worry about the man's height, okay? First of all... <laughs> I have almost dated men shorter than me, believe it or not. You said almost, so you haven't. I Yeah, no, I didn't, but I almost did. <laughs> Five, they were around five one, five feet. Listen, uh, the key, the the key word there is almost, almost. But, but <laughs> would but would that mean, Laura, that you would give a short man a chance? Of course. I have given a short man a chance, but it's something that I need to emotionally and mentally prepare for. <laughs> Danielle, she's like, nah, you're six foot one, oh. girl. You better get a tall man. Just kidding. <laughs> six foot's my minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Only one inch. So that means Joe is off limits then, right? I just make him wear his platforms. It's fine. His little, his little boosters. He looks pretty tall standing next He's, to you. He is, honestly, at... Amy was talking about this, not to bring this back to Joseph Quinn, but Amy but had mentioned in her one of her TikToks about how asking how tall he was and that he's gotta be like 5'11", 6 foot. And I was like, I can confirm me being 6'1", that in my photos with him, he is maybe half an inch shorter than me with yeah. boots on. So like, he's gotta be like 5'11", 6 foot. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. What a 10. What a 10. What a 10. <laughs> But you're right, Laura. Penn Badgley's 5'9". So he's a little taller than Tom Cruise, so we'll give him that. (laughs) 
him a little bit. Um, there you go. Upon hunting around the internet, I found that he was on Rachel Ray back in 2009. Talk about throwback, right? It was like, think the last season of Gossip Girl or something like that. It was a season for Gossip Girl he was promoting. And they were talking about like, oh, do you do any cooking? Or he's like, yeah, I do some cooking every now and again. And like, he helped her like prepare a meal. But then I found another article later on. I don't remember what article it was. But it said that he went to Thailand and learned to cook Thai traditional meals so that he wow. could cook them for his woman or for dates. And I was like, Rachel Ray must have been some aspirin. Just like, I need to learn how to cook. I'm in my 20s. I need to like figure it out, you know? And I loved that. I loved learning Talk that. about initiative. Yes. Right? He really committed. We love a committed man. And I'm sure he went for yeah. culture and to like explore and all that too. But Thai, Thai, Thai food is like, who wouldn't want Incredible. to learn that? So it's so funny because like, there are so many times where like, I'm impressed by something. And then I think back to myself, like, ugh, I can't believe this is impressing me. The bar is so fucking low. <laughs> You know, but this is one of those things that you're like, yeah, this is actually impressive. This is impressive. If he took the time to go to Thailand and learn to cook so he can come back and impress women. Right. What else? Yeah. What else? That's the most female gaze thing I've heard. Well, it's like, what else is he going to make? He's going to learn to make spaghetti. Like maybe that was really cool in the nineties. Oh my God, he made me spaghetti. But now it's like, okay, he made spaghetti. Like what, what like other food, what other food is he going to make? There's going to be, oh my God, you made me pad thai and summer rolls. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> we ordered Thai love. food. We, we ordered Thai food a lot. We Shannon, love Thai food. <laughs> you got, so I, I'm so excited. This is, I'm so excited for this episode for Shannon. Shannon has been really excited about talking about Penn Badgley. <laughs> and this is the cutest thing ever. Watching Shannon just completely go off. <laughs> She's got like, this glow about her right now Truly. that I am obsessed with. I gotta, I gotta control. Hey, no. no. I'm good. No, 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 no. No, I like this. this Let your Penn Badgley flag fly. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying oh. to think of any other. Oh my gosh. So I have to read this because this could lead into the female gaze, but also something kind of sexy that he said. It's about the Thai food. Earlier this year, okay. I went to Thailand and took some cooking classes. I learned how to make classic Thai dishes, which are exotic, spicy, quick, and easy to make and a rare thing to cook for a woman. I made a yellow curry with pineapple. I think pineapple is very sexy. It reminds me of bikinis and the beach. I'm Hello? sorry. He said pineapples remind him of bikinis and the beach. Yeah. Mm. Like pina coladas, I'm sure. And like, you know, drinking out of a pineapple. And this is mm. giving very much like, can I say it? Yes, please. I don't know. Christian, a little Christian gray <laughs> energy. Like, does he have a red room of pain in his apartment? <laughs> but not. I assume he lives in an apartment. Like, I have heard that him and his wife are very happy. So I don't want to speculate. Then yes. Then your answer, <laughs> then the answer is there has to be a red room of pain and i'm just saying it, it is very much giving dom like that's i'm here incredible. for it sign me up yes. can i say this on the podcast i don't know what you're gonna say but say it <laughs> just fucking commit to it at this point i'm impressed where has yeah. joe traveled to go learn italy fucking bad guy yeah he's been to italy <laughs> So Joe has learned to make spaghetti, which we, as we've now discussed, is not very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it is if you're making your own sauce, but if you're your hersash, but if you're gonna go and buy pre, prego, pre, presto, prego, whatever ragu, it's called, rails. yeah. I mean, at least go to like Fresh Market or Trader Joe's and get like a really like cool, Fancy. expensive looking bar. Then you're like, all right, I'm buying some good shit. First of all, if you're, let me be very honest. I know. Let just, let's just go on a tangent. If you're not making your own pasta sauces, where the fuck are you? 
It's so fucking well, it's easy. It's a lot of work. No, it's a lot of work. You make Alfredo mm. from scratch, girl? I make yeah, Alfredo from I make scratch. all of my pasta sauces from scratch. Do you really? Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, it, it, it's so easy. It really is. Listen, go. It's <laughs> fine. Go, I... <laughs> go get some San Marzano, a can of San Marzano tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Season it with all the Italian fixings, Italian seasoning, basil, oregano, garlic. Put cheese in it and then blend it up. Oh, oh doing this. And then, I'm sorry, I'm and then blend it up. Okay. And then cook it. It's going to be the best fucking sauce you'll ever have i promise well, you that adam has made homemade alfredo for me and he's also his best food that he makes is the eggplant parmesan and that's mm. out of this world so mm-hmm. we'll have to have adam cook because you know i made lentil soup last night with salted pork but hey it is what it is wow. <laughs> i did it i just followed a recipe Woo! <laughs> That's amazing. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I was well, like, well, uh, the next time we're all together, we'll have a sauce making party. <gasps> oh my God. Right? One of us can make a red sauce, the other one can make a white sauce, and the other one can make like a pink sauce or a green sauce. My favorite is I a vodka it. sauce or like a meat sauce. That's like my, I, I want an orange vodka sauce. That's like everything. I got you, girl. Honestly, That's my specialty. The Gigi Hadid. Specialty. Do you do the Gigi Hadid pasta sauce? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, I do. I love this. <laughs> tangent that we've gone on i 100 percent think we need to keep it in there yeah we'll make it work <laughs> because like Fuck it. this has been so fun to talk about yeah. <laughs> okay go ahead i actually have a very fun fact oh please about mr penn while he was putting himself through like acting classes and like getting his first gigs and whatever his main source of income was voice acting and he appeared in a pokemon card playing tutorial video back in the late 90s i'm jimmy and i'll be your instructor uh, and in this class, we're going to learn how to play Pokemon. No. And um, he has outwardly stated that uh, the training video is without a doubt the work he is the least proud of. I'm sure. <laughs> He's like um, a baby. <laughs> Yeah. He also did voiceovers for Mario as well. Mario video games. Okay. One that he's most notably known for is Mario Golf. So if you guys want to go hear that infamous voice, you can listen to it on. I don't know. He he may not have had it by then. He is left-handed and his favorite alcohol is tequila. Wow. Oh my gosh. Did the mic pick that up? Oh, Cleo. Cleo. She'll probably stay with me for a while. We just like keep talking. Oh, what a sweet little kitten. Look at that. Snuggles with mama. Look at how she she just snuggles up to Danielle. I know. My cats are like, screw you. (laughs) Give me my pate, lady. Oh. Laura, your it's, face. Is I'm so, so cute. I'm so upset. I want a cat like her. It's it's very You gotta cute. have a cat was, from when I they're like so this honored. big and then they'll I love was you. So forever. honored to just like get to see her. She's the sweetest little angel, honestly. Her coat uh, looks like it's so soft too. Oh it is. <sighs> it can confirm. By the way, your phone case your phone case arrived. Eight <gasps> twenty too, Shannon. Oh wait, Shannon! I got this though. I got your same pop socket because I okay. Remember, I like my dragon, so I don't want to. You're twi- my- you're twinning with the both of us. I am twinning with the. I have some, a little bit of both of you. Yay! Yay I can't live without a pop socket because it, I put. I have a stand in my car, and I like. I can't 
And I, my yeah. hands are small. I can't hold my phone. Like I, you... I got it because it was the same color that you had. And I remember thinking it was so cute. I got it at Barn. No, Books a Million. TJ Maxx. Oh. You probably paid less that. than I did. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Huh? Did you have any more facts? That's it. Okay. I just didn't want to like cut you off if you had any more. We wanted to talk about what makes Penn Badgley the female gaze. So I had a few pieces of information or oh, quotes or yeah. things he said people have said about Penn Badgley that I think are female gaze. Oh my God. What are you doing here? I'm going into the base. <laughs> Am of my I voice. pregnant? I'm adding <laughs> some you... gravel to my voice just a so little bit. Vocal fry? Uh, Fry. <laughs> yes. Okay, read it. Let's okay, go. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, I love it. I love I love it, but I am fucking exhausted. So my, right. my mental battery is like yeah. going. Yeah, and I'm just on like I'm in I'm I'm I know you're enjoying it and yes. I, I'm so sorry. That's I, okay. I am really raining on your parade. No, I love you. No, there's no rain. I have an umbrella. So <laughs> There's no rain. I have an umbrella. <laughs> fucking iconic, Shannon. Holy okay. shit. Anyway, so, continue. The rain on my parade. Okay. This is a quote. said, men will spend hours in the gym thinking it attracts the female gaze, only to have Penn Badgley steer, steal their thunder and their women by dancing like a fucking wacky, waving, inflatable tube man. A hundred percent. And confirm. Yes. I will take a skinny Penn Badgley-esque man over a gym rat any day. Skinny, hairy, bearded, Charles Manson looking. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Amen. Not so much the Charles Manson part. But I know, it was a joke, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one went right over my head. Okay, it's okay, what's the next one? I like his idea on texting. It is here and relevant. We'll always use it in some form, but I don't think it helps relationships. You read a text and end up overanalyzing. I'm not a huge texter. Yeah. It's just not a good way to convey news of any kind. So even in like friendship circles, relationships, things can get misconstrued. And then all of a sudden you're arguing over what? So I, li- Honestly, I like that. And I think that the three of us can confirm that. There, even for us, there have been times where like we're planning certain things for the podcast. And I mean, that just goes in any friendship circle, really. But, right. you know, they, there are times where like and... I will send a text message because I'm in a hurry. And, and my t- you can't really discern my tone from a text message. And so like right. it'll just send the group chat into a fucking downward spiral. And we're like, no, 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 no. Wait, let's reset. I will say, though, if anyone sends me a K, I'm responding with potassium because I don't want anybody sending me a K. K-, K- so double tap instead. Yes. I thought I'd get more of a laugh, Send but I guess this isn't Jimmy Neutron's um, show, so that's okay. Um, we'll just put that down. <laughs> You're killing me with these one-liners <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah. What the She's fu- savage. Did you go to, like, stand-up comedy school since the last time we did this? I'm what pretty, the I, I can be funny, but sometimes you'll just look at me and be like, um, sometimes they're not always winners. So, no, but to, you're but, on top of it. Well, right now, but we'll see you later. Just kidding. So, we'll um, see you later. What's the best way a woman can get a man's attention from across the room that somebody somebody asked him this yes okay read it again i'm sorry the strongest thing you can do is give a subtle but confident stare for about three to five seconds then look away if you look away too quickly it seems like a fluke and if you stare too long then it gets weird i stare at every he said i realize i stare at everyone especially when i'm walking down the street i'm just a curious person 
that last two sentences didn't count. That's but I really liked the earlier part. <laughs> That's such a fucking Scorpio thing. I have a staring He's problem. A out. He's Today, got it figured out. At the airport, there was this guy. He was so hot. I sat there and I was like. <laughs> And he stared right back at me, and I was like... But that's like a social cue thing, too. <laughs> he's like, he's counting in his head. Okay, I really like this girl. I got to figure out the timing. The timing's got to be perfect, you know? And I loved that. Oh, I saw this picture of him with short blonde hair. He, looked like, he looks like a DJ, and I really loved it. I like that. I like him as a blonde. I do, too. I love it. I think it's hot. Huh? Joe season five. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, got to scold the kitty. You see my what, computer vibrating right now? It's because she's running back and forth on my table. I want to know what you guys like about Penn. Like, what is the female gaze thing with him? Because it's funny because in Gossip Girl, he was like, seriously, that heartthrob. And you're like, Mwah. but there's something about him now. I don't know. It, to me, honestly, there it's almost like seemingly quiet. It's quiet confidence about it like he's like i don't have to be loud about it i don't have to you know i know what i bring to the table yeah to me that just says everything it needs to say he lets his work and the people around him and everything else that make him who he is speak for him mm -hmm. you know yeah mm -hmm. uh, my biggest pet peeve in a man is somebody goes like look at all the money i have look at all the money you have look at look at I love me. The, the guys that do this like smack their chests <laughs> yeah. and just like yeah. you know yeah no i no bye bye yeah there's that but then he also has like a little bit of a cork quirkiness to him like a little bit of sass to him that i really appreciate i think with pen bashley for me is specific it, it i always separate it is it like a physical thing or a personality thing for me with pen badgley it's 100 percent a personality thing like he's a good looking man mm -hmm. very good looking man but for me it's like 80 percent personality 20 percent the way he looks right because yeah. he could have easily been a douchebag looking like that and that would have been like i'm like ew no bye but you can take this out, but he's not tall enough to be a douchebag and looking like. Okay. No, no, you can be short and be a douchebag. They're Napoleon <laughs> complex I men. Know. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, I think the one thing that draws me into him is him outside of the characters that he plays. Mm -hmm. I found such an aura about him when he speaks about his wife and how in love he is and how he takes celibacy is that the word i'm thinking of celibacy yes, being monogamous with that. his yes. his partner so seriously that he requested that any type of love making scenes or anything of that sort be removed from season three because he cares that much about his relationship and his faithfulness to his partner season four but yeah they kind of like reduced the how oh, many there see, were yeah yeah no but like he talked about this on the podcast he was like i understand that i signed a contract and i get it if we can't do it but this is just how i feel and then they were able to work it out to where i mean you noticed there wasn't that much love making in season four there was maybe mm -hmm. three of them there was like two scenes i would two. say that but they were there were so they there were like definitive like choreographed like love making. like season one was all wild yeah <laughs> just to hear a man talk that strongly about his love for his spouse is very alluring to me because like there are terrible relationships terrible stories about unfaithfulness in a relationship and i guess you just don't really hear about those type of men anymore yeah 
Because there's a lot of infidelity in Hollywood. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. And infidelity scares me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Laura's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have my opinions about it, not because I think infidelity is good, but I've been in all types of relationships and it just depends on who it is, right? Clearly there has been a boundary that's been set in that relationship and it's more than likely been mutual and just the fact that he respects what that boundary is, is incredible, you know, and because a lot of the time you would hear, well, that's my job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's really great to see their job not interfere with their marriage versus their marriage not interfere with their job. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of times where, you know, situations just aren't right in relationships anymore. And I think what I was trying to get at is when you've got two people in a relationship that are so madly in love with each other that you're risking your career to ensure that you're staying faithful to the person that you're in a relationship with. Now, if you're in a relationship that you're not fully committed, by all means, I'm not saying do those type of things, but I hope you, I I wasn't trying to like compare the two. No, 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 no. I I, I completely agree. Wow. He does expand on that more on, um, they talk about uh, part one of season four on Pod Crush, which is his podcast. Yes. Uh, Have you ladies listen to it at all or heard about it um i've heard about it through tiktok he has a lot of cute little snippets of some of his episodes through his pod crushed tiktok I started listening to it today, but I <laughs> the whole flight thing went down and I was like, oh shit, I gotta turn off my yeah. phone. I've heard great things about it. And I've seen, also seen the snippets and he's, he seems to be great with it. Yeah. You've listened to a few episodes of it though, Shannon, right? Yeah, I listened to part of one with Victoria Pedretti who plays Love. Apparently, what was the first... What was the girl's name in season one? Beck. 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 The actress that played Beck has been on it. A few other people. And um, Victoria is uh, has ADHD, so they go into like mental health and how that affects you and a lot of interesting things topics in that but then yeah he talked about uh the whole celibacy thing and um not having to do sex scenes anymore in that episode about uh season four but it opens up a really interesting topic you know of like is 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 it really appropriate to be that open with these people like actors being so vulnerable with each other for acting purposes is it necessary is it just being vulgar or is it part of the plot of the story or is it just because it sells Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not even just women or men. I mean, both. I mean, I really like the concept of their podcast, though. It's almost like obviously like you can kind of deviate from it. But it looks like the reason he started this was to like go through the growth of becoming and evolving as an adult, you know, going from like high school, going from high school all the way up to adulthood. Because I went ahead and took a look at what the premise of the podcast is. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the podcast where Penn Badgley reads your middle school story, explores heartbreak, anxiety and self-discovery of being a teenager. The hosts, Penn Badgley, Nava Kavlin, and Sophie Ansari bring you stories and conversations about middle school, from childhood crushes to battles with body hair to the schoolyard scuffles. The results are sometimes awkward, sometimes heartwarming, and always relatable. So it's amazing listening to like what it was like back then from their perspective and seeing how that kind of develops, you know, into who they are now and how it's affected them to today because I'll be really honest middle school was the most traumatizing for me you know I also had like a really big culture shock when I moved here because I moved here from Puerto Rico into middle school and that was like 
bonkers. Yeah, I looked like Avril Lavigne and Lita Ford had a baby and I hated everybody. And I just, I had no filter. If someone was being annoying in class, I'd be like, can you just stop talking? I was very like, until I learned how to be like, oh, hi. Have you listened to his music? Yes, I did. Have you listened to his music, uh, Danielle? No. Are we able to play a little bit? D, I can't hear you. Oh, I because I had my mute mind it, my mute mind it. <laughs> Her mute me 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 in. I needed some water. Well, I will play it. I was gonna play touch and then have the lyrics up because I don't know the lyrics are kind of hot. I, I've been a fan of of Mother for a while. Oh. oh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, my best friend Jillian showed me his music a few years ago, actually. And I thought it was pretty fucking great. Yeah, I feel like it's like you're in college walking down the street um, on uh, natural substances and you're just having a good time. That's the vibe I get from his music. Yeah. <laughs> on natural substances. What a what a great like way to set that up. to me I'm under you such a little girl oh my toe she comes cause she needs it and there's some black stand on the back girl matter of fact she's a good bad girl she's there when I need it yeah. um, so the lyrics at the beginning is you're so close to me. I'm under you. Such a little girl, a woman too. She comes cause she needs it. A dress in black, stand in the back girl. Matter of fact, she's good and bad girl. She's there when I need it. Dude, that's sexy as hell. That's awesome. Yeah. I, honestly, all his songs, let me see if I can find my favorite song by his. Ooh. Oh, here we go. It's called Stranger. That's <gasps> Girl, my favorite. Girl, get out of my head. I was literally pulling that song up now. I'm not a stranger. It's just a strange thing. Oh, it's getting louder. I'm not a stranger. It's just a strange land. It's getting louder. I leave when I can. Danger here is so quiet. Water here is the fire. Stranger is the fire. This album came out in 2015. They have been around for a while. Okay. Yeah. A while. And they're so fucking good. Can I just say though, the song Stranger really feels like it's an early essence of Joe Goldberg. Have you guys looked at the outfits that they're wearing in this music video? Which one? The Touch music video. Yeah. They're like the leather jackets from like Greece and their hair slicked back and they've got eyeliner on. Yes, it was. I like I'm eyeliner. For it. I love Is eyeliner. he the lead singer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Sign sealed, delivered. Ooh. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I know. I love it. So it was, I, I'm curious, was he like an executive producer for you? This season, he definitely was. Um, I'm not sure about other seasons. It says from 2021 to 2023, he's been a producer. 
So that was season three because they, they, yeah. they went through like a long gap between season two and three, I think because of the pandemic. I think it was season three and four that he was producer maybe. That's pretty Wow, cool. that's exciting. I love watching actors kind of move into that realm of producing and directing. I bet that is so gratifying for them to go from one realm to the next. I think that's super cool. Yeah, and he probably got himself involved so much because he had so many really good ideas and playing Joe. You know, he's just so ingrained in the character now that he probably just had a lot to bring to the table and ideas and stuff. Joe Goldberg is by far his greatest character he's ever created. Oh, yeah. The thing about Penn Badgley, though, there's a lot of mystery to him as it is. But I'm going to say this and I'm going to be very honest about it. I was very excited to do this episode about him because I'm very obsessed with you. And I'm very like, I really liked seasons one through three. Shut up. (laughs) But... Up until you, I didn't really think much of Penn Badgley. Mm-hmm. Let's call a spade a spade. Like, um, I didn't really know yeah. about him, really. Like, mm-hmm. I, besides he was John just Tucker a Must cute, Die. Like, cute side character in John Tucker Must Die, Easy A. I'm like, right. oh, he is. He's cute. Yeah. But I yeah. didn't really acknowledge him until you came around. And I was like, wait a second. Is that the Badger from Easy A? <laughs> and right. And I mean, I knew him as Dan Humphreys from. Mm-hmm. Um, Gossip, um, Gossip Girl, Girl which yep. okay love the character I I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it say it I wasn't I'm not very impressed by his acting until you yeah he turned down the role of Gossip Girl twice before he took it so maybe that just wasn't his best work because his heart wasn't in it because his heart wasn't in it mm-hmm. they probably, that would make so much sense they were probably putting him in a box to be this heartthrob. Yep, that and is exactly what the article said, that yeah. he turned it down twice because he had already been typecasted in so many dramas that he didn't want to stay in this box that they had created for him. But he joked around and said, I was depressed. I was living alone. I needed to pay my bills. Oh, yeah. So I took it. <laughs> so do you think that that's why they made him, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Gossip Girl like from 20 years ago? <laughs> Um, do you think that's why they made him Gossip Girl? Just so that it could have like a little like surprise, like, hey, thanks for taking the role all those years ago. You're now Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. XOXO, Penn Badgley. I mean, I, well, and isn't that crazy? Like, did he get typecasted? Dan Humphreys was kind of like a Joel Goldberg without mm-hmm. the killing. Think about it. Yeah. He was watching people from like the shadows narrating stories be it in his head or to a fucking you know social like a gossip column or whatever the fuck yep. it is Gloria that's you know a theory I mean? they, there's a theory people say that and Penn's messed around with this theory too just for fun but like they're saying that Joel Goldberg is Dan Humphreys 10 years later as like a possible theory but you know I rest my fucking case you're welcome okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah I rest exactly. my fucking case but that brings up the whole thing is like he's maybe typecasted as a heartthrob but he it seems like he's always played the bad guy maybe he's played it's, a, te- mm-hmm. it's the Ted Bundy effect yep that man was born to play a drama okay and then he has curated and crafted this villain that like it's the, exactly what you said the Ted Bundy effect it's like, te- it's like to a T it's like you look at him you're like wow what a great guy and mm-hmm. then you start peeling back the layers and he's watching you sleep at night and he's obsessed with you and he's creeping in your closet correct all these other men that we've based episodes on we're like we need a villain complex we already have one with pen and we're eating it up (laughs) it's people like pen that give us villain complexes (laughs) that's such a good point (laughs) 
I love it when Penn gets really mad playing Joe. I love when he gets really like, I don't know what it is. And his face got really red and veins were popping out of his head. And I was like, (laughs) hello? Because it was like this strength. Is it hot in here? I was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. And Penn's just like, he's like, he's not a good guy. And you were like, I know, but why has it got to be you, man? You're probably (laughs) like, I can fix him. Do you think that Joe Goldberg is going to have, like, people in the courtroom, like, fans in the courtroom when he gets arrested and inevitably gets convicted? Like, kind of Ted Bundy had. He is Ted Bundy. Is he the modern-day Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy wasn't interested in in relationships with with women, though. Like, But he portrayed and he he made the women feel like he was interested in them. Right. So it's a different dynamic. I see where you're going with this. Like, Ted Bundy didn't want the relationship but he entertained the women to make them feel like they were wanted so by him. Whereas when you have Joe, you have him fully invested in that relationship, obsessed. Like we're used, I'm basing this off like season He's one. He's fulfilling a fantasy in his mind. He's trying to yes. fulfill a fantasy in his mind. And mm-hmm. when the fantasy crumbles, that's when he, anything trying to get in, involved in that fantasy, mess it up, whatever. But see, it comes mm-hmm. down to the God complex. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's either been like the Ted Bundy, like charming, trustworthy type that will turn around and kill you and your whole family, or the nerdy guy who's really fucking cute and kind of like overlooked and still ends up with the girl at the end of the movie. John mm-hmm. Tucker must die. John Tucker must die. Easy A. Yep. What was stepfather about? Did we... So I am going to be 100% honest with you. Go ahead. Full heartedly thought that I had seen this movie (laughs) up until the moment we started recording because I was like, oh, the synopsis is a little bit off from what I remember it being. So I was looking at completely different movie. I was getting it confused with a completely different movie. This one is about, he comes back from military school. His mom has gotten involved with a new man and she is remarried and he has a new stepdad. And the more he gets to know said stepdad, he is realizing that he has characteristics and just things that make him feel very uneasy. But he's like, but he makes my mom happy. So he has this internal fight with himself on, do I bring this? This up or do I not bring this up? Do I, you know, break up my mom's happiness? But right, right. as far as how the movie ends, I don't know because I didn't see the movie. I got and it. And we are no with- longer doing spoilers. And I'm kidding. Honestly, <laughs> can we just set like a precedent? Like if, if it's been more than 10 years that something has been out, just assume we're going to spoil it. If you yeah. haven't seen it in the last 10 years, then you probably don't really care to see it now. <laughs> also, Amber Heard is in Stepfather. So I was going to say try yeah. not to buy it that's probably why i didn't watch it honestly <laughs> why because she's not pooping on any pillows she's not pooping on any pillows amber heard amber bed shitter heard there we go there you go there we go i have a picture to show y'all just because it came up when i was searching stepfather this is the most is it amber heard shitting on a pillow <laughs> no it's um pen badge is looking really young and kind of buff and no hair oh my god Mm. speaking of a hairless pen badgley he kept saying how jealous he was of his (laughs) co-stars because they got to have a little bit of chest hair because like he like it was just a little spattering of chest hair 
there. He had to continuously shave his chest because that man is a hairy boy. Like even that young age, they made him shave his chest because it was so hairy. Wax. Yeah, problem 100%. I stand corrected. you see how buttery smooth that looks? That's that's a waxing job. I tell you what. Tell you what. Whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. I like it. Yes. Yeah, I think we've we've covered everything about that, man. We're really good at covering all the bases, touching all those little corners. One thing I did want to just say is that, like, we understand that Joe Goldberg is not a good guy. And we probably only like him because it's Penn Badgley. So just because Penn Badgley's like, he's not a good guy. And he should like, it's like, yeah, honestly, this is real life. And the guy that I end up really loving is a murderer. I mean, I would react the same way. Like, let's just right. be real. We're not attracted to murderers and we don't enjoy any of that but no, the fantasy no. in the movie is and movies and t- tv and film is everything so we do not condone murderers in this podcast or stalkers okay? or stalkers or people who dismember bodies and throw them and in the stranglers river. stranglers all of those people the hash slinging no slasher no no matter how attractive they are okay because <laughs> we know we're not going to be able to change them they can change the status of our life whether we're alive or not so did you guys actually hear what i said what i said hash slinging slasher hash slinging slasher (laughs) anyways so it's fine anyways (laughs) don't forget to check out pen badgley on instagram and twitter under pen badgley and on tiktok under i am Pen Badgley, season four, part two of You premieres on Netflix on March 9th. Next episode, come the fuck back because we have a lot of ground to cover from the London Comic Con convention. We might drop it early. Who fucking knows? We've got baggage that we could barely keep the zipper shut. So we got to unzip them like Honestly, right now. Honestly, we have got to let that bitch out. There's so yeah. much stuff to talk about. It's like, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I'm bursting. It's a bit, it's practically giving muffin top of baggage, you know? So <laughs> Yes, socials. Let's see if I can make it all the way through this without messing up tonight. Let's send all the good positive vibes. Hi, my name is Danielle. I run the social media pages for the podcast. If you want to check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, take a listen. Here are our handles. The TikTok page is at the Quinn Podcast. The Instagram and the Twitter is at the Quinn Pod. If you want to check me out on my personal pages, my TikTok is D E E E Young. And my Instagram is Miss Danielle, M I S S D A N Y E L L. (sighs) Did you write that down? No. She wrote it in her novel. I was just running on a hope and a prayer. I'm impressed. Ravi Singh. Because it's been a rough three weeks. I haven't been able to get that sucker out in weeks. Amazing. I am at Laura Vanessa, both on Instagram and TikTok. Laura with an H at the end, Vanessa with an H at the end. Thank you very much. My name is Shannon. You can find me on Instagram as Starry Eyes, S-T-A-R-R-Y-Y-E-Y-E-S. It's a Motley Crue song. And then on TikTok, it's What's Up, Shannon. Come see what's up. (laughs) Shannon channeled her inner Joe Goldberg narrator voice today. And I'm so about it. I actually am going to request that for every person that we choose, you emulate their voice through random spots of the podcast episodes. So next next week, I'm going to be like, how you doing? (laughs) 
Oh God. Next week, no. Next week, not next week, but the week after. For example, if we do Adam Driver, I need you to give me like Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. But yes, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us. We enjoyed finally getting, you know, down and dirty with an actual villain this week. Um, Make sure that you check us out next week when we do a bonus episode on our favorite boy and all things London Comic Con. We'll have some special guests. And yeah, we love you very, very much. And thank you so much for being on this journey with us. Uh, We've got miles and miles and miles to go and we can't wait to see where we end up. So come back next week. Bye. Bye. You. Damn it.